Welcome to Passmaster, the show where we travel back in time and attempt to change the course of history with the help of our AI-powered Game Master. My name is Ryan Mulcrone and joining me in the studio is Tan Parsons and Keon Dadgostar. Hello Ryan, hello Keon. Alright guys, how's it going? Nice yeah, to see you guys good, on good. camera again. No, it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that extra pressure. Don't need, <laughs> they, they don't want to see me. <laughs> they do, they do, they do. With your, with your amazing massive microphone just yeah. jutting out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like a, a podcast mofo with that thing. Man. Yeah. yeah. Are you growing your hair out? I see you've got the, the tide back. It's just easier to tie it up sometimes. I feel like he's taken inspiration from some of these Viking so I said that this morning, didn't I, Keon? <laughs> yeah. you, you had a Viking vibe today. Like Dude, I just woke up and decided Viking. I'm going to insult someone, do yeah. a smear campaign, and then cut a monk in half. <laughs> Someone's going to get headbutted yeah. by the end of this episode. <laughs> so I understand, Tan, you've been doing a bit of planning for this episode? I have. I've got an idea I'd like to try. Okay. Uh, just before that, though, there's we do talk about the gaming aspect, the role-playing game aspect of Passmaster. And I don't know if you guys have followed at all, but there's there's a role-playing game which has come out probably within the last month called Baldur's Gate 3. That's because you probably have better things to do with your lives. <laughs> but it's a big, big deal in my life. So I used to play Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, which are quite sort of simple computer games. And were they were these like years ago? Yeah, like 20 years ago. Oh, okay. That's when they came out. Right. right. But they've got a lot of long longevity some would say and so there's been a lot of all the nerdy gamers out there have been waiting for this game to come out and it was delayed on the mac for some reason so it's only just come out on the mac and i've downloaded it and started playing and i've been quite good at just rationing myself not getting too far into it and i thought this is, this is under control i'm going to be able to you know carry on with my life now and then the other day i started dreaming about one of the npcs in it a non-player character and i was like wait what kind of dream are we talking about no it wasn't like a dirty dream uh, <laughs> thank you for clarifying but it was it was a sort of a curious dream i wondered what had happened to this character mm. and i was running around calling her name being like where are you what, what are you doing and it's it's a, a massive sort of demon lady with, with a big tail so yeah and were normal. you saying this out loud were you like sleep talking <laughs> i don't think so i did i did confess What's the demon lady called carlac <laughs> <laughs> What are you, what, what are you talking about? Lost. Already lost me. Tan's been having sexy dreams about a demon lady in his sleep. And sort of a sexy dungeon dragon. But why is this a dream? known gene, demon lady? Like, how did you know? I didn't know. Oh, no, don't it. worry. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, not everyone knows about it. But I just just thought I'd share that interesting little fact. One of the things we've done quite a lot of time travel. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I wanted to try. I'm actually I sort of confess to not being perhaps a true crime junkie, but definitely a user I, <laughs> I i do like all that grubby uh, true crime stuff tc true crime anonymous T uh, i don't know no i don't know what that is, is it? <laughs> well uh, it could easily have been a thing but yeah so there's some podcasts that i've devoured and there's got loads of i find lots of true crimes you know some people say it's kind of ghoulish to be interested in true crime but it's fascinating and when you know, they know who done it it's kind of, oh my God, how did someone go from being normal yeah. to being able to do that weird stuff? And also, true crimes are a really popular podcast format, so maybe we could like get get some new listeners on. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we can <laughs> sort solve of some out. crimes. <laughs> well, that's that's really my what I'm really curious about. So I was thinking, you know, could an AI like ChatGPT? I don't. I think it'd probably be naive to think it's going to actually solve true crimes, but I'm certainly curious to see how it might approach them. So I was thinking. 
and you know, as well as those true crimes where we do know who did it, there's loads of unsolved ones, mm. and the mystery is part of the. Oh my, you know, just it's, it really gnaws away mm. at you. It's like an unsatisfied itch. You just can't think who did this awful stuff. So I was thinking, if we were to explore what could an AI like this do to examine an unsolved true crime, why not go to one of the most notorious ones of all, which is Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. who did. He carried out, he was a serial killer, we assume it's a he, a serial killer in the late 19th century. So he carried out his crimes between August the 31st and I think the 8th of November, sorry, the 9th, 9th of November in 1888. And there were five female sex workers who were killed in, yeah. I think basically had their throats cut and then was dismembered in various grisly ways. So it was like, he was kind of like the original slasher killer, really, yeah. really yeah, yeah. nasty piece of work. But... It's I kind think of I did intriguing. one of those walking tours ages ago. It was long ago, long enough ago that I can't really remember enough yeah. of the details. Yeah, but it was it was quite thrilling walking around East London, which I'm very familiar with. Yeah, and trying to put yourself back in the past and imagine what it was like. So. Definitely. Well, I actually did one recently. We had uh, Nadina's nephew and niece Yoshi and Caro came over to stay with us recently. Shout out to Yoshi if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and we went on a walking tour of uh, a Jack the Ripper walking tour in Whitechapel, and it was kind of it was kind of eerie. You could imagine what it would have been like with smog and those sort of little street lamps they had. Mm. You know, really, really poverty stricken, the clopping of horses rather than cars and buses. And did you go to that? There's that street right near the actual Whitechapel that's like been preserved, or, or like a terraced house is down there. And there's one house in particular that's like been preserved. Did you, do you know what I'm talking I about? Don't, I don't know if it was. I, I don't remember that from the tour. It could easily be. We, went, we certainly went around the locations where the five. Yeah, because I've actually, they use it for filming and stuff. And I randomly, I've been in there. It was like one of these like launch parties for mm, a I've new gin or something. Oh, okay. yeah. And I was like, what is this place? <laughs> it was yeah. Mm. But yeah, you proper, you proper feel the sort of atmosphere yeah the oppression of the, the atmosphere and there's another reason so we went on this walking tour there's a graphic novel called from hell which is quite famous and it was i think it was originally published in serials from 1989 to 1998 and mm. it was compiled into this big sort of tome and it's it tells the story of one in particular theory of who jack the ripper was and I've been reading that quite a bit lately, and it's it's quite heavy, as you can imagine, with the with the topics. But what's also intriguing about Jack the Ripper is because it's unsolved, there's so many different theories as to who it might have been. And they range from various people who are known to have been serial killers who might have been in the area at the time, but it was never proven it was them, to the most outlandish theory was that it was this chap called Prince Albert Victor, who was Queen, Queen Victoria's grandson. Right. That it was a he was a sort of a syphilic syphilitic you know, insanity adult guy who just sort of got out of control and then it was hushed up because he was in the royal family okay but there's there's lots of interesting theories they're all a lot of them have been debunked or and certainly very skeptical anyway this these theories are all available in the training data of our lovely game master they, they might be so i'm yeah. curious to see what what information is sort of gobbled up mm. in his jack the ripper research if you like excellent so should we do, so so what are we going to do? Are we going to try and solve this thing? So yeah, what what I was thinking, I would like to, for today to be a time tra- time 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 traveler, <laughs> a, <trime> traveler <laughs> a, a time traveling detective, if you like, and I'd okay. like to go back to smoggy eighteen eighty eight in London and see if we can catch Jack the Ripper and work out who he is. Really cheerful, <laughs> hilarious, have, having episode. a laugh, yeah, having yeah, a laugh yeah. this episode. Okay. okay. 
So we're going to try and solve the mystery of Jack the Ripper. Yes. We're going to catch him. Gonna try. I want to catch him red-handed. Let's dive okay. in. Welcome to Passmaster. Buckle up, brave adventurer, for a journey through time like none other. Imagine the sights you'll see, the mysteries you'll uncover, the perils you'll face. But first, a quick question. Who do I have the honour of guiding through the folds of time today? What is your name? Uh, and then we've got three emojis. We've got a little um, looking glass, a little scroll and a key. <laughs> okay, well, that's kind of yeah. appropriate for a quester, I yeah. suppose. Uh, my name today is Inspector Nathaniel. Okay. Wow, getting a lot of emojis. I don't know what I've done to the prompts, <laughs> but I feel like I have to just describe them for the audio edition. <laughs> ah, Inspector Nathaniel, how magnificently mysterious. Well, fear not, for I, your trusty and chatty game master, am here to guide you through your treacherous and thrilling journey. Hold on to your hat and perhaps a handkerchief. You're in for a whirlwind. And then we've got a whirlwind emoji. We've got like oh six God. star emojis and another whirlwind emoji. <laughs> Does it think I'm like a teenage kid or something? Yeah, I don't know, I don't I don't know, know. what's going on. Like, talking like he's on MSN. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to just really put you in there and make you feel in involved in it. And important, yeah. Okay. And with a swirling sensation, you find yourself standing in a dimly lit cobblestone street. The fog is dense, wrapping the street lamps in a gauzy glow. It's nighttime in Whitechapel, London, 1888. The area is notorious for its crime, and recently, a series of gruesome murders have the whole city on edge. So, you might be a bit late. <laughs> Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> well, maybe presumably there's more murders. There's, there are more. Yeah, okay, it okay. Hasn't specified. Okay. Does it say what the date is? It's, no, no, it just says okay, London, 1888. Okay. Whispers of Jack the Ripper flit through the night air. Your mission, Inspector Nathaniel, should you choose to accept it, is to identify the infamous murderer and bring him to justice. Suddenly, a woman's scream pierces the foggy air, followed by frantic footsteps echoing from an alley to your left. A man, looking quite suspicious, with a coat pulled tightly around him, rushes past you, nearly knocking you to the ground. I mean, this is, sounds like it's going to be pretty fucking easy <laughs> if the first thing <laughs> what, If I happens. just I trip him up and then jump on him? Yeah. <laughs> what will you do? Let's give you some options. Do you want to okay. the options? Number one, chase after the man immediately. Number two, check the alleyway where the scream came from first. Number three, shout for nearby police assistance. Number four, stay put and observe your surroundings. I think I'm going to stay put and observe my surroundings. But just a, a caveat, uh, this is obviously putting me very much into the thick of things. Well, what I was hoping to do was to be a bit more scientific and methodical about catching him. So I, I would like to, I think I'll just, this might not seem very moral, but I want to just observe for the moment. And I'm hoping I can guide ChatGPT to let me check and make sure that the date is no more... It, than the 15th of July. Do we want to ask the lady who's bleeding out on the street? What's the, what's the what, date? What's the date? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably assist her first. Okay, assist, assist her first. Okay. So I want to assist the woman and st stop her bleeding and then make sure that I've arrived in the past no later than the 15th of July. Or actually the 10th of July, if I could. Now, if it says it is later, should we just say... Can I jump back in my time machine? Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Can we go back a bit further, Yeah, please? go back, jump in the time <laughs> machine and pop back a bit more, I think. Before I fire that up, we've got another three emojis. I think this is the theme. You've got okay. the same ones, the, you know, the okay. magnifying glass, the scroll, and the key. Then you've got a, in brackets, with a top hat emoji, fun factoid. In 1888, 
Gas streetlights were a common sight in London, casting a dim light that made foggy nights even eerier. Mm. That was fun. <laughs> okay, thank, thank, thank you, Game Master. Okay. <laughs> was fun. Or do you think, yeah, fun, fun really glad I knew that now. <laughs> yeah. Did they call that a fun fact? Fun factoid. Not even a, not even a full fact, yeah. just a mini fact. Mini, mini, mini to, a little top hat <laughs> emoji fact. I mean, it's, a yeah. fa- it's a fact. Fun fact. <laughs> but is, it, is it fun? I'm, I'm that sounds like a rhetorical question. You don't think it was? It was. It, I mean, it, it, was it a is fact. a fact. You can't deny that. Mm. Mm. Was it no. fun? No, no. Just. Yeah. I think in the prompt, I can't remember if I've updated this prompt because yeah. before it just said give us a fact, mm. and, and it was giving us very boring facts. And That's the right. other bit of the prompt that we left from, which I think we introduced for the Nelson episode. Mm-hmm. Which is to start in the thick of it immediately. That was still in there, so that's why you had to deal with yeah. this. Very noble of you, Inspector Nathaniel. You rush into the alleyway where a faint glow from a nearby street lamp, which we've just heard about, about. Yeah. reveals a terrified woman clutching her arm, blood seeping between her fingers. You quickly approach and, using a handkerchief from your pocket, wrap it tightly around her wound to stem the bleeding. Her eyes wide with fear meet yours, and she whispers, "Thank you." Okay. Helping her to her feet, you ensure that she's stable, and then you inquire about the date. She looks at you with confusion, but replies, It's the 9th of July, sir. Why do you ask? And I, I, Is that early enough for you? That, that works. Okay. I say, gosh, well, are you all right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank goodness. You sigh in relief, realising you've arrived with ample time to unravel the mysteries ahead. Hang on, sorry if I missed this. Why has she got a bleeding hand? Because some mysterious figure slashed her. Right. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. And then just ran off. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was disturbed by me appearing oh, in like, okay. in like a, vort- a vortex yeah, of time yeah, travel yeah, 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 dust. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he was like, what is that? And then ran. Yeah. yeah. Panic, right, he panicked. So you've already stopped one, Possibly. one potential murder there. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Interesting so. that a game master gave you a handkerchief beforehand, like a little throwback, and now you've already had to use it. It's like yeah. a new. Yeah, yeah. I think a, a pocket handkerchief is very fitting for this yeah, at this yeah. time. What was your outfit? I want to. I wish I could see. I'm what assuming it's like. a top hat with the amount of these. Yeah, emojis a, a, a little pocket, the pocket. Um, pocket watch. No, the handkerchief in the pocket. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't you know what you call like, those. Allow me. Allow me, madam. Yeah. <laughs> with a flourish, <laughs> yeah. tying it up. Okay, so with the woman safe, you now need to decide your next move. One, escort the woman to a nearby doctor for further care. Two, inquire about her assailant and the events leading up to the incident. Three, make your way to a nearby inn to establish a base and gather more information about the current events in Whitechapel. Four, deep dive into the heart of the city and start your investigation into Jack the Ripper immediately. And then the emojis. None of the above. (laughs) So I've got a plan. What I want to do, first of all, I'll point her towards a policeman so that he can look after her. Off you go. He'll he'll deal with this (laughs) this unlucky lady. And I want to go straight to the police headquarters. Okay. Before you press enter, if I could give them a few specifics of what I want to do. Yep. I want to speak to, I don't know, the the head of violent crime. <laughs> Have they got that division? I don't know if they've got, I don't know what they was even called. They probably just had police, didn't they? Yeah, the time. just bobbies. Bobbies. And I wanted to tell him, I'm from the future, so straight in, yeah. bold, and I can help him catch a notorious serial killer who is about to strike London. Not going to work. Like You just sound like a madman. So I'm anticipating that as well. And I've got, You're I've from got, the future, are you? Yeah, okay. Do you want to come into this room? <laughs> just stay here. Lock, while we, lock the yeah. door and chuck away the key. 
Is that it? Any, anything um, and let me, maybe I can prove that I'm from the future. So what I've done, I've looked up a few facts from that are going to happen in quick succession between me arriving and Jack the Ripper starting. I so, really hope that they go, are you Jack the Ripper? Because <laughs> that would be hilarious. They'll throw suspicion on you. Like, How yeah. do you know this? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so just to clarify, I've, in fact, before then, We've got another fact. Okay. This sure. one is a. Is it a fun fact? Is or just th- fact? This is <laughs> same with the top hat emoji. Okay. But it, this just says quick notes. All right. uh, the Industrial Revolution during the late 1800s brought rapid changes to cities like London, resulting in a mix of wealth and poverty. And unfortunately, crime rates rose in certain areas. Whitechapel's one of those areas. Not now, Tan's here. Well, yeah. going to yeah, put a stop to that. <laughs> Inspector Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I've got none of the above. I'll send her off to a policeman to look after her and I want to go straight to the police headquarters. I want to speak to the head of violent crime and I want to tell him I'm from the future and I can help you catch a notorious serial killer who's about to strike London. And I can prove I'm from the future. Perfect. All right. A bold and audacious move, Inspector Nathaniel. But let's see how it plays out in the sceptical world of 1888. You gently direct the woman towards a patrolling constable a short distance away. With a nod of acknowledgement, he takes her under his care. (laughs) Squaring your... I just love that. He's, he's ignored the screams. <laughs> he's just been there like... Doop, 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 doop. Yeah. What's he been up to all this <laughs> time? I like the way he gives me a nod like, thank you, sir. I'll yeah. take it from here. <laughs> I, I, I can see a fellow inspector. <laughs> yeah. Squaring your shoulders, you stride with purpose towards the police headquarters. After navigating the labyrinthine streets of London, you finally find yourself at the grand facade of the Metropolitan Police Service Headquarters. Taking a deep breath, you push open the doors and demand to speak to the head of violent crime. After a few moments of curious whispers and sceptical glances, a stern-looking man with grain hair and a thick moustache approaches you. So not a burly man for a change. With a, he hasn't got a beard. He's got a thick yeah. moustache. That seems appropriate for a, yeah. you know, Victorian, is it Victor- yeah, Victorian yeah. England. Yeah. So uh, he says, I'm Chief Inspector Abilene. What is this about somebody for the future? He asks, his eyes narrowing. You reply confidently, I'm from the future and I can help you catch a notorious serial killer who's about to strike London. I can prove I'm from the future. Chief Inspector Abilene raises an eyebrow, intrigued but sceptical. All right, then, prove it. Now's your chance, Inspector Nathaniel. How are you going to prove that you're truly from the future? I'm, I'm delighted it's got Frank Abilene as the inspector who I'm going to be speaking to because he was the guy who was on the case of Jack the Ripper. Oh, so it's so pretty it's, accurate. It's, it's, got, a, it's yeah. got a grip on it, so I'm, I'm pleased okay. about that at least. Uh, and I say, um, Inspector Abilene, uh, let's, let's go somewhere... Uh, quiet. I'm going to describe to you events that I couldn't possibly know unless I'd come from the future. They will happen over the course of the ne- coming weeks. This is you've got to play the long game a little bit. There's a bit of long game, but yeah, I'll take it seriously, Keon. I've got you know, I want to. But what, I, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say now, yeah. but still, you could just set those things up to happen. Well, that's perhaps. what I'm worried about. He's going to think that you've done it. It's a bit laborious, but can I give you my facts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fact one. Uh, 15th of July, massive eruption at Mount Bandai in Japan. Okay, yeah, so yeah, will, you can't be. really orchestrate that. So yeah, I'd have, yeah, I'd, yeah, You'd okay. have a job, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you God? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Any other uh, 25th of July, a man called Frank McGurrin will win a typing contest in Cincinnati using touch typing. <laughs> it's the first time anyone's ever done that. Apparently that was a big deal. <laughs> That's on the, well, it's on the Wikipedia uh, page of what happened in 1888 anyway. So, okay. And you, have you got time for these 
25th of July, I, there's no more murders going to happen. Not Jack the Ripper one. So Jack the Ripper started, like, his first victim was the 31st of August. So I'm giving myself enough time okay. to sort of like buy the confidence. Uh, and I'm just going to, got one more. One more fact. I think that's enough. On the 9th of August, a fire will destroy the main building, I think that's its name, the main building, of Wells College in Aurora, New York. <laughs> How long did it take for news to travel in those days? Presumably they had... Telegraph, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. So I, I did wonder that. Would it be like, you know, they wouldn't find out for about a month and it's all too late. Yeah. But I think they would find out quite Yeah, quickly. they're not going to get like a notification on their phone, but yeah. maybe like the next day. They'll yeah, the, it'll be in newspapers and things like that. Yeah. So I say, I will stay, I'm happy to stay in a cell. <laughs> no, no, not so. I'm happy to stay in your house. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to invite myself into your house. To, to remain under your watch, and you just watch and see if these things happen. <laughs> How could I know that unless I'm from the future? Whilst we wait for that to load, we've yep. got another fact, except this one isn't a fact, but it's still top hat. Okay. Dramatic aside, Chief Inspector Frederick George Aberline was a real figure in the hunt for Jack Sorry, the Ripper. Sorry, clarification, Fred Aberline, not Frank. I think I called him Frank earlier, but Fred. Fred yeah. yeah, Frederick. He played a key role in the investigation, making your choice all the more intriguing. Is he just? Is it just saying that just to make it clear that it's like, see, I know I, what I'm doing, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know. Who I didn't guy? make that one up. <laughs> Proving its credentials. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's a bit touchy, like, isn't it? You've got to prove yourself, mate. It's fine. Like. We believe you. Chief Inspector Aberline, taken aback by your conviction and the specificity of your claims, studies your face intently for a long moment. He then motions for you to follow him to a more secluded office, shutting the door behind both of you. He sits down, his fingers steepled and eyes you warily. If what you say is true, he begins slowly, it will indeed be a marvel. But you must understand, Inspector Nathaniel, I've encountered many such a charlatan in my line of work. If you're willing to be placed under watch in my residence, I shall take you up on that offer. <laughs> yeah, just, just come in, man from the future, just stay in my house. Uh, is he going to be feeding you? I hope so. Oh, that's what I'm hoping for, yeah. Because <laughs> normally you're not allowed to bring stuff back with you. I'll, I'll let you off the fact that you brought a notebook filled with <laughs> stats. <Fact. about. laughs> I shall take you up on that offer. And should your predictions come to pass, I will give you my full cooperation. But if they do not, you shall face consequences. You nod in understanding, realising the stakes of your gamble. Over the next few weeks, you're kept under strict observation in Abilene's residence. It's a tense period, but as each, of your, as each of your predictions come to pass, you can sense the atmosphere in the house shift. He just took you in. Has yeah. he got yeah. a wife or something? Like, has, I, think, I think he has got a wife. Yeah, he did have a wife. <laughs> she, did, did he run it by her first? She got nothing to say about this. <laughs> Do you want to have an affair with a wife? No, I'm, I'm not doing, no, a, I'm I'm not doing a Ryan Mulcrone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get sidetracked and have an affair. And a jewel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After the news of the fire at Wells College reaches London, Abilene enters the room where you've been staying, his face a mixture of bewilderment and respect. Your predictions were accurate, Inspector Nathaniel, he admits. I don't know how, but you truly seem to be from the future. <laughs> Tell me what you can offer in a hunt for this fiend. With newfound trust and cooperation from Abilene, your investigation begins in earnest. Okay. Emojis, emojis. Note, did you know that touch typing, which uses all <laughs> 10 fingers without needing to look at the keys, revolutionized the world of typists, making typing faster and more efficient? That is a, that is a factoid. That and, is a factoid. And I'm enjoying it, so I'm going to call it a fun fact. <laughs> How is that? What's that got to do with anything? Uh, the, uh, one, of, one of my things that I predicted was a man who was going to learn to touch type. But yeah, it's not it's not central to the crux of this uh, this mission. Yeah, thick of it. <laughs>
<laughs> it does it does go off on tangents, doesn't it? Yeah, no, no, I'm just I'm just joking. Actually that's that's but that doesn't that's not anything. It's ending every blurb with the three emojis and then in brackets a fucking factoid with emoji of a hat. So with a little top hat. I feel like it's going to carry on doing that. Okay, it's not giving you any options. Okay, that's good. I don't so... don't need them. Don't need them. Yeah. God, God, God. Slowing you down, if anything. Got them all up here, mate, in my head. I think yeah. it's probably realised that. So fucking hell, this guy's the, this doing guy. his own thing. <laughs> so what I want to say to him is, on the 31st of August, a serial killer who would become known as Jack the Ripper yeah. kills his first victim. We'll stop. <laughs> so it's a long I, I, if only I could touch type it would really make things more, faster and more efficient <laughs> if only we had old uh, Frank McGurran here we'd yeah. be, be laughing wouldn't we in my time in the 21st century no one or the, the identity of Jack the Ripper remains unknown I propose you set an ambush with many men and wait for him to approach his first victim I know where and when it will happen. What's the location? Do you have the address? It's called Bucks Row, is what it was called then, which doesn't exist anymore. It's now oh, called right. it's now called Durward Street. D U R. Do I need to do I need to give that to him? Or should I just assume he's gonna? I just it? want to look up, see what it is now. Yeah, like, is it see a, what it is. Is it a super drug now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's give it to him now. I think, and I'll say the victim is Mary Ann Nichols. And I say you need to hide your men there, and wait and watch. In the early hours, this should be pre. If if you know, un- unless we've messed up with the what's the what, cause and effect by going back in in July, it should be let's get him and find out who he is. And I want to find out if it really is the Queen's grandson, which is probably <laughs> won't be. You know what that is now? Just as a side point, uh, that's basically the en- that's the entrance to the Crossrail Station for Whitechapel. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Got fun fact for you all. Huh? Thank you. So you can do it as well. Yeah, not the, <laughs> he's not, he's not the only one who can yeah. do fun facts, is he? <laughs> Abeline, ever the pragmatist, raises a thoughtful brow. You must understand, Inspector Nathaniel, that this is not a simple feat. Mobilising a large number of officers in Whitechapel without drawing attention requires careful planning. Moreover, the mere thought that we might apprehend such a menace before he commits his first crime is alluring. But we must tread carefully. He ponders your suggestion deeply before speaking again. Your knowledge from the future offers us an unprecedented advantage. I am willing to entertain this plan, but we must be meticulous in our execution. We cannot afford any missteps. The following days are a blur of preparation. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that's his attitude rather than just, yeah, I'll put a couple of blokes on it. That'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> Correct. right. Correct, Fred. You assist Abilene and his team in laying out a detailed strategy. Officers are placed in strategic spots around Bucks Row. Some pose as drunks, others as homeless individuals, while a few are hidden in nearby establishments. The night of the 30th of August takes... 30, it should be the 31st of August. Sorry. Yeah, the night of the 30th of August okay. turns into the early hours oh, of the 31st, okay. Okay. and the trap is set. The dense London fog lends an eerie quiet to Bucks Row. The hours pass slowly, tension palpable in the air. Then just as the first hints of dawn begin to break figure approaches. A woman walking alone, seemingly weary and intoxicated. Another figure, a man, looms behind her, slowly closing the distance. Suddenly a whistle pierces the air. Officers swarm from every direction, catching the man off guard. With the element of surprise on their side, they apprehend the man, ensuring Marianne Nichols remains unharmed. So it is her, by the sound of it. Yeah. Okay. Abilene turns to you, nodding, nodding appreciatively. Well done, Inspector Nathaniel. This could very well change the course of history. 
And you got your emojis. Aside. Jack the Ripper's true identity has been subject of speculation and mystery for over a century, with numerous theories and suspects proposed. This twist in the tale could indeed have changed everything. So I guess now we want to know who is he. I basically want to find out, who is he? Yeah, right. Now we've got him. Yeah, now we've got him. Who is he? I want to, I want to know the actual truth now. Yeah. I'm hoping that Game Master and ChatGPT can tell us who the Jack truth. the Ripper was. I want to know the truth. No mucking around. We are about we... to solve the crime yeah. of the last two centuries. Yeah. Okay, guys, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been, <laughs> been waiting for ages. In the dimly lit confines of the interrogation room, the man you've apprehended sits silently, his eyes darting around, beads of sweat forming on his forehead. Abilene begins a questioning with you by his side. After hours of pressing, the man finally breaks. He reveals himself as... Edgar Thorne, a failed medical student from a wealthy London family. Is that on your notes? It's not on my notes. It's interesting. Edgar Thorne. You heard it here first. <laughs> was he? A failed medical student from a wealthy family? Yeah. Okay. His descent into madness began when his family disowned him due to his disinterest and incompetency in the medical field. Resentful and ashamed, he developed a perverse obsession with the human anatomy, particularly the female form. He saw his actions not as murders, but as a chance to further study the human body, driven by his failures and the need to prove himself superior in some twisted way. His plan was to send pieces of his victims to medical institutions across London, hoping to terrorise the community that once ridiculed him. The depths of his delusion is chilling, but thanks to your intervention, Whitechapel is safe from the horrors that it might have endured. Abilene, deeply affected by the revelations, turns to you. Inspector Nathaniel, I can't help but wonder what other atrocities in lie in the folds of time. You've done London a great service today. No problem, no problem. Thank they, you. Have they just made that person up then? I'm absolutely curious because I've been doing looking around to see who are the key suspects. You know, con- conspiracy theories. Yeah. What, what's the word? You yeah, know, conjectures as to who it might be. And Edgar Thorne didn't crop up. So, can we just have a quick look, Google, and see? So if... I've just I've just looked him up. So okay. I googled Edgar Thorne, and yeah. there was a an American composer, a pianist, <laughs> right. who was alive during that time. He, okay. was, he, was, he would have been 28 at the time because he was born in 1860. Mm-hmm. But his name was actually Edward McDowell, but he sometimes really published some of his songs under the pseudonym Edgar Thorne. That's all I've got. Yeah. We just type Edgar Thorne, Jack the Ripper, see if anything comes nothing up on that. Com- nothing, nothing comes com- up. No. So Game Master has... Either just solved it, solved it, or, or pulled a pulled a rabbit out of the hat and yeah. said, "This is it." There's a, there is another. The note don't seem to be facts anymore. Okay. This one is a quick thought. Okay. The real motivations behind Jack the Ripper's heinous crimes have remained an enigma for over a century, making it one of the most enduring mysteries in the annals of crime. This fictional retelling, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> has brought an alternative ending to a story that's haunted in London's history. I don't think we like that as a quick thought. I think uh, <laughs> say that one again. Sorry, I was, so I was basically it was kind of admitting that admitting it's, it's a fiction. Well, basically, ChatGPT said that it made it up. We haven't solved anything then. Well, not in, not in the real world. We haven't. <laughs> only, 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 in a fiction, only in a fictional game. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was always going to be the case. Really, I don't <laughs> I, know why I'm disappointed. So. To be honest. Well, it's all, there's that sort of weird tantalising moment where you think, oh, what if it could solve it? But obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's very just decided unlikely. to make up a name, Edgar Thorne, and just made up something that is plausible. Yeah. Certainly, the backstory is plausible. You know, a failed medical student who mm. was disgruntled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it used the word disinterested. It should have said uninterested, mm. but. Uh, 
Anyway, that's just me being pedantic. <laughs> okay, well, well done. Can we can we just one one last uh, thought? Can I stick around in 1888 just to make sure none of the other Jack the Ripper murders happen? Well, at least we you know we've we've added another theory to the mix, haven't we? Edgar Thorne, Com- American composer. <laughs> Maybe it was him. Abilene looks at you thoughtfully, so I feel like I think we've asked Abilene, not Game Master. <laughs> okay. Understanding the weight of responsibility you feel. Certainly, Inspector Nathaniel, it's clear that your knowledge has already made a considerable difference. With your continued assistance, we can ensure the safety of Whitechapel and its residents. For the following months, you work closely with the Metropolitan Police. Your okay. guidance becomes invaluable, leading to the prevention of several potential crimes in the area. N- know any other crimes? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I can just sort of talk, talk to them about, you know, Agatha Christie and things, you know, yeah. my knowledge of fictional, fictional like, crime. You could be like, this procedurals. place... This place is going to be a, like a hub of tech. Yeah, you, know? you, you need to close. You need to close this place off, Fred. You know, you don't <laughs> let the public walk all over it. Fingerprinting, uh, DNA. Um, <laughs> take, take some DNA samples. Put them in Are you going to invent? I'm going to invent fingerprinting. I'm basically going to yeah, fingerprinting and get them to get loads of DNA samples and just bag them up for the future. Yes, actually, you should have. You should have done that. Why don't we do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's too late now. Have the police made anything to offer to keep you around? Like, this, you might be quite useful for them to predict future things. Have they said, do you want a job or something? I don't know. They've, they've just got me very focused on uh, Whitechapel at the moment, mm. haven't they? Which, which is fair enough. That seems to be what I'm... Like, you've yeah. predicted yeah. natural disasters. Like, yeah. like a proper soothsayer. Quite a valuable asset, I would say. To yeah. the, I'd to like to lock you up in the Tower of London and just demand you tell us future <laughs> shits. But unfortunately, those are the only things I looked up before I went, before I went back in. <laughs> it goes on with each passing day Whitechapel becomes a safer place the shadows of what might have been steadily fading away as time goes on you establish yourself further in 1888 London your knowledge of the future proving beneficial in multiple facets of daily life whether it's medical advancements innovations in technology or just everyday conveniences your influence becomes evident news of your insights and assistance with the police quickly spreads leading to meetings with prominent figures at the time including Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Mm. who becomes utterly fascinated by your tales. Your interactions with him even inspire some of the adventures of his famous detective, Sherlock Interesting. Holmes. I would definitely get... I don't know when he wrote The Hound of the Baskervilles, but I would definitely try and preempt that by saying you should write a story about a massive dog, mate. Yeah. <laughs> massive dog that runs over the moors, causing chaos like a loose cannon. Sounds a bit like my dog, actually. <laughs> and then it's given us it's one of his little top hat things. Whisper, can you imagine a world where Sherlock Holmes' tales were influenced by a time-travelling detective? Yes, that's what we're doing right now. What have we just done, mate? (laughs) Oh, the drama, the intrigue. But let's not forget, Inspector Nathaniel, the future is always in motion and the choices you make now will undoubtedly ripple through time. Let's hope they're all for the better. And uh, it hasn't said if you've won or not. It's just... That's fine. I I don't need to know if I've won or not, but... It's not about winning. It's not about winning. It's about solving the crime, making the place safe. But yeah, I I thought that was was curious and it was a bit of a, a revelation of... Where did it? Is it just going to pick one of the popular theories? But okay, no, that's the one. Yeah, this is this is the real one. They got yeah. that right. But no, they he, it just made exactly. something up. I thought it was plausible. Plausible. I'm a bit disappointed that it. I kind of part of me hoped that it like you know it's AI. It's like data. It could spot patterns in data, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe it's picked this up and gone. The probability is that it's this it's, guy. Yeah, def- that's what I was wondering. You know, because <laughs> and obviously ChatGPT doesn't quite work no. like that. But <laughs> there could be, you know, more sophisticated crime-solving yeah. big data AIs yeah. in the probably in the future, yeah. which are able to, you know, probably uh, suggest suspects or find things. It will see trends yeah. and say this guy is going to commit a crime soon, and then they have 
And then we're living in like a minority report world, though. Yeah. Uh, pre- predicting crimes, yeah. Being arrested for stuff you're going to do in the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's but yeah, how, what, what did you guys think of that? Was it an interesting use of a past master? Yeah, I didn't really like the emojis at the end. <laughs> no, I think the emojis the fact, we could We need to without. get the facts bit out of the problem because <laughs> they're never fun. They're never interesting. <laughs> you had more interesting facts with your little future knowledge bit in there. Yeah. No, it's good. I, li- I liked the way that you came prepared with future knowledge to, to try prove. and prove because i was like i've always wondered like how on earth are you ever going to prove to someone that you're from the future but you actually like that is that's a really good way of doing it well when i was when i was doing my uh, jack the ripper thinking and research last night the last thing i thought was how am i going to persuade i need to get all these police officers because mm. if it's just me wrestling with jack the ripper i might you know might come off second best but let's get loads of police and i love that they blew a whistle to signal yeah. that's that's just so cliche yeah. old yeah. police force um but i thought <laughs> yeah prove it with the facts that are unassailable like the eruption of a volcano mm. and then they can't touch you yeah yeah you're in you're golden but yeah well do you think that this guy actually did it <laughs> let us know Ed- edgar thorne the failed edgar medical thorne. student did, yeah was it edgar thorne do let us know get in touch with us we always love hearing from you guys we are on x twitter at pastmaster ai we're on instagram at pastmaster pod email us your ideas pastmasterpod at gmail.com and we also are on TikTok. We're not very good at it yet, but we'll get there. And that's at Passmaster AI. Yeah, well, I enjoyed that. It's something different. Do we, should we, should we change the category of the podcast now from history Def- or comedy? Or definitely true crime. To crime. true crime. Yeah. yeah. Or okay. fi- fictional crime, as it turns out. Fictional <laughs> crime. <laughs> uh, tune in next time for more Passmaster Adventures. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye for now. See ya.